Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, everybody. Good evening as we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you guys know that 15 minutes could save you? 15% or more in car insurance. What do you got to do? Visit Geico.com for free. Rate. Quote. Are you guys ready to roll? Are you ready to roll? I should be getting tweets tonight like I'm a rock star, like I'm giving away $100 bills. Real simple. Stinking genius one. S-T-I-N-K-I-N. Genius. G-E-N-I-U-S. And the number one. But if that's not good enough for you, if like, no, 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 not tonight. Tonight, I've got to do it the old-fashioned way. Tonight. I've got to pick up the phone. I've got to speak to this knucklehead. Real simple, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Coming up at about 20 past the hour, Jordan Schultz will stop on by, NFL Insider, also analyst for Shutdown Corner at Yahoo Sports. we got some big game to talk about, which is going to be a week from tomorrow. Also, Vegas Runner, live from where else? Las Vegas, not only the latest lines, I got all 30-something pages of all all the props for the Super Bowl, and man, is there some good stuff out there. Oh, we have some good stuff to go over, so that's coming up. Lots to get to. You know the Twitter address. You know the number. Let's get right at it. Give me a little music, guys. Let's get right at it because I got to tell you, no reason to go ahead and put it off anymore. The big game, and I have to get to it because once again, Plank and I will be uh, hosting the, uh, I guess, the Super Bowl coverage. Uh, you could say our Foxes Super Bowl coverage. Uh, we will be on from 6 p.m. 
to 11 p.m. during the game. So if you can't watch the game or you want to hear what Plank and I have to say for instant reaction, uh, make sure you tune into iHeartRadio or any of your Fox Sports uh, radio affiliates. Plank and I, 6 p.m. to 11 p.m., instant reaction on the game. Third or fourth year in a row uh, that Plank and I are uh, are going to be uh, on during the game. So looking forward to that. Uh, always, We always have a lot of fun on that. We go last year. I mean, how crazy was that last year, huh, guys? How crazy was that last year when, when it was like 28-3 to 3 and we pretty much thought that this was over and, and they come back and they win the game? We'll see if we have half the excitement out in Minnesota. Where's, where's Raider Ryan? Raider Ryan, give me a little music for That's crying out loud. That's not my name. Give me a little music. Put, put, you can, look, I know you guys think I'm the kiss of death. I know you think. You probably picked the Falcons last year knowing your luck. I want you to know something. I'm still picking my Dolphins to win on Sunday. Okay. <laughs> are there any do- are there any Dolphins actually playing on Sunday? I, 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 I actually think so. Yeah. I, I'm still going. I'm still having hope that somehow my Miami Dolphins uh, get in by, by some miracle. But but in case they don't, we got two teams to talk about. We got the Eagles and we got the Patriots. Oh boy, I've been waiting for this one because you see. The Patriots have had the easiest road to the Super Bowl in the history of football. I mean, I told you, even Alabama had a tougher schedule to win the championship in college football than the Patriots had to go through this. I give Philadelphia a lot of credit. I didn't think they'd find themselves in this situation when Carson Wentz went down. Here we go with the kickoff. Both teams have a feeling out period. You understand that, don't you? They're very cautious. Nobody wants to go ahead and get down early, whether it's 3-0 or 7-0. But guess what? Here come the Patriots, and they're going downfield. They're going to be at the 23-yard line, 3rd and 7, and they sack Brady. They don't get in the end zone. They settle for the field goal. 3-0 Patriots. We're still in the first. But guess what? The Eagles say, no, 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 no. We're not rolling over. Tom who? We don't care. They come down. Here come Nick Falls. He leads him downfield. He doesn't get him into the end zone. They kick a field goal. Guess what? At the end of one, we're all tied up at three. And this has a making of a good game. You see the defense take it over. But guess what? It opens up a little bit in the second. Because the Patriots turned the ball over. And that sets up the Philadelphia Eagles with the first touchdown of the game. Now, it is now 10-3. The Eagles have the lead. But the Patriots, let's give them credit. We know they have the GOAT, the greatest of all time quarterback in the history of football. Tom Brady comes on down. And he leads them to a tying touchdown. Next thing you know, this thing is all tied at 10. But guess what? Philadelphia says, no, 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 we won't take a knee with 55 seconds left and two timeouts. They come down. They actually get a field goal. We're going into halftime, and the Eagles have the lead, 13-10. Eagles lead at half, 13-10. Everybody goes, gets their snacks. Everybody gets on Twitter. People are calling me and Plank at halftime going, look at that. The Eagles are leading. I knew you could do it. I knew it. I knew it. We start the second half. It's in the third. Patriots get the ball. And here comes Tom Brady, just like you thought he would. 
and just like you thought, he gets a pass interference call. You know that, Raider Ryan. It's, a, it's an iffy call. It's an iffy call. We're arguing it. We're saying it was a, not a catchable pass. But guess what, Raider Ryan? They get the call. It's, that's again. not my name. My name's Papa Bear. And, but they get the call again, don't they? Yes, they do, are they? They always get the call. They come down. Patriots get the touchdown. And they actually take a 17-13 lead. Philadelphia says, we won't roll over. We don't care. Nick Foles, Carson Wentz. We're going to show you we've come to win this Super Bowl. And guess what? The Eagles score a touchdown. And before you know it, the Patriots had a field goal before we get out of the third. We're going into the fourth. Guess what the score is? 20-20. Eagles, Patriots, we're all tied up. Well, it's in for a barn burner of the fourth. The defenses take over. Everybody starts getting conservative. The Patriots get the field goal. The Eagles get the field goal. There's some back and forth. There's some three and outs. We're all tied at 23. Here comes Brady. One minute and 47 seconds left. He's got the ball at midfield. He he doesn't see the blitz. He fumbles. Guess who recovers? Guess, guess, everybody. Guess who recovers? The Philadelphia Eagles. Right around midfield. They take some time off the clock. They move the ball down to like the 37, which sets up a 54-yarder. Now we're all saying, what are you doing? You're being too conservative. A 54-yarder's no chippy. Three seconds left on the clock. Tied at 23. This one's going into overtime or the Eagles are going to win it now. The snap. The place. The kick. It's veering right a little bit. It's good! And it is over. It snuck in. And the Philadelphia Eagles have won the Super Bowl over the Patriots 26-23. There you go. There's my prediction. Remember now, it is strictly for entertainment purposes only. Uh, where's Mike Myers, my producer? Eminem, what do you what do you think about that? You how, like that? How long much? did you take writing that up? Did you spend like the entire week figuring that whole scenario out, every detail? I don't know if you know this. I don't actually spend stuff, you know, like figuring out again. It comes to me in my dreams. I just like <laughs> I just go to <laughs> that sleep came to you in your dreams. Dream. Yeah, that came to me. Oh, uh, what a, a shock! Wow, wow, everybody, everybody wow. picking on me at once. Lord, I've got like a million. Yeah, you you a, picked the Vikings last week. You thought the Eagles had no chance. Now yeah, all of a sudden they're going to upset. Death. You're right. the kiss of death, Arnie. All right, all right, relax. Yeah, you had no right. faith in your guy Nick okay. Foles from your school. What everybody, the heck's going right, on? First of all, I picked the Vikings because I went to sleep that night eating spicy food, and okay. I had a nightmare. Uh, okay. So I, I was okay. totally thrown off by that. That okay. was my bad. Okay. Had, yeah. had a good night's sleep. Felt it come on, had a good night's sleep, and in my dream, I saw the kick. It was veering right. I thought it was going to hit the goalpost. Uh, but but why do you why do you say that? Don't you think I can get one pick right? Don't you? I can't. Get you one had pick one right? going in that in that Jacksonville New England game, and with twelve minutes to go, you texted me and Ryan that the game was over. And what happened? The Patriots won. Yes. So, so even when you have something going for you, you, you can't leave well enough alone. Yes. Here's the thing, Arnie. After yeah. the Patriots 
win the Super Bowl, Super Bowl because you just jinxed the Eagles. Yeah. I hope after the game, I hope you choke on a Phillies cheesesteak. <laughs> I want you. I want you to know something. Last year, before the season, I I do a local show up here, and I said if if the Patriots won the Super Bowl, I would wash everybody's car. And of course, they came back down twenty eight to three. They wouldn't have to wash everybody's car. And I said I would do it again this year. What are the odds of them winning back-to-back Super Bowls and me washing cars uh, in the state of Vermont in back-to-back years? I, I'm, it's pretty good since you have a No, it's not power. pretty good. It's got to be like like 10,000 to 1 or something like that. You have some evil magical aura around you. you just, you're, you're basically so evil, but you won't use your powers for good. I, I, I don't know what it is. I, you know, usually I am right on on my picks. I'm getting a lot of tweets. I'm going to get to that. It's Thinking Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N, Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one, Speak Up Now or Forever Hold Your Peace. Because, uh, like I said, I got the show tomorrow with Plank, as we always do, uh, 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Pacific. And then a week from tomorrow, uh, we'll be manning up Fox's Super Bowl coverage. We'll be on during the game, 6 p.m to 11 p eastern uh during the game so you'll get instant reaction uh to what's going on and, and of course when the patriots start getting every call and you heard me say the patriots get a pass interference call you guys want to bet on that matter of fact there's even in one of the proposition bets in vegas you could bet on who's gonna have more penalties i i, I would bet my I, I would bet my every cent i had that the Eagles have more penalties and penalty yards than the Patriots. Who, who wants to bet that? Huh? Who wants to go ahead and bet that? I'm telling you right now it's going to go ahead and happen. You know it's going to go ahead and happen. Un- unbelievable. So uh, I-, I might as well just empty out my bank account. You can see it coming a mile away. The Patriots get every call. And, and you know they're going to get, I will bet you, they get at least one pass interference call. That sets up for three or seven points. Maybe even a couple of them. All right, I will get to the tweets. I see them coming in. We're going to talk to Jordan Schultz coming up next. What does he think about the big game? He is uh, from Shutdown Corner, Yahoo Sports. Uh, he is the insider and analyst. We'll uh, talk to him coming up next. I'm Arnie Spaniel. We're off and running. This is Fox Sports Radio. All right, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Good evening, everyone. Arnie Spanier right here on Fox Sports Radio. Great night to be on the air. Great Saturday night as we go to the Geico Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline. Joining us now, NFL Insider, analyst on Shutdown Corner at Yahoo Sports. You can tweet him at Schultz underscore report. That's Schultz underscore report. It's Jordan Schultz. How you doing, Jordan? Arnie always, Arnie, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Hey, you know, right off the bat, uh, you know, are we missing that this is a much better matchup uh, that we're not paying attention to because we're talking about is Tom Brady the GOAT, the best of all time, and comparing him to Michael Jordan and Nick Foles, you know, the, the quarterback that shouldn't be there. We're actually missing out on this is probably a pretty damn good matchup. This is a great matchup, Arnie. I mean, it's not the classic, you know, Goliath versus Goliath, but I think it's a great matchup. You know, especially because Nick Foles, like, you know, this guy almost retired. He, he was about to retire, goes to Kansas City, uh, ultimately obviously ends up with Doug Peterson in, in Philadelphia. But he's been really good. And, you know, his, his first game back, Arnie, against New York, week 15, I believe it was, against the Giants, his first game in over a year. Those four touchdowns leads a 13-point comeback. Uh, it was a little shaky after that. And then obviously in the playoffs, he's been really good. So, I mean, we can talk a lot about Tom Brady, but, you know, Nick Foles, 
has been terrific. And I don't. It's very rare that you have a quarterback that's in the Super Bowl, and you're almost assured that he's not going to be on that team the next year. And and, and somebody's going to pay Nick Foles. There's no question about. It. Oh, it's amazing because uh, what a month and a half ago, nobody would have thought twice about him. Does this have to be a low-scoring game for the Eagles to win? I got a twenty-six twenty-three in favor of the Eagles, but does it have to be low, more low-scoring than that for them to win? No, that sounds about right. I think, you know, this game could get away from them in the sense that they don't have the explosive offense uh, to the point they had with Carson Wentz when they were not only the best offense in the league scoring-wise, but were um, had the ability perhaps to become the best all-time third-down team in the history of the league, uh, and, and especially Carson Wentz. I mean, he was really setting records here. He was going to set records. So, um, you know, they don't want Philadelphia. They, they don't want this game to get away and – and have to come back. You know, they, they need to remain in striking distance because they're built right now on running the ball, uh, play action, quick hitters. Um, but, you know, they're, they're not the same explosive offense that they were with Wentz. So I, I would have to agree with you. How much is Belichick worth in points uh, over Peterson? Oh. My goodness. I, that's the yeah. part that scares me in this. Well, you know, D- Peterson's been great, and I, I give him a lot of credit. I think he's done a hell of a job. And I think a lot of Foles playing at this level was because of him, and they've kept – a lot of the stuff the same, you know that that's a misconception that they had to change everything from Wentz to Foles. They haven't, but you know I would say he's worth four or five points. Is that too much? Uh, it's hard to quantify, but his experience and their ability to come back, um, you know, and their belief that they're always going to win is, you know, is directly tied to him and, and Tom Brady, of course. Oh, you know, is it just ever more amazing with Brady? Forty years old, going to be forty-one next year. I mean, it—it's just mind-boggling. The only thing I can explain is that he plays in the worst division in the history of sports over the last fifteen years, and this year he had the easiest road to the Super Bowl. I think Alabama had a tougher road to win their championship than the Patriots have to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, you know, not only do they go to seven straight. AFC championship games, but they have an opportunity to win three championships in four years. And it's just, you know, every every other team, Arnie, even the great ones, the Seattles, uh, the Atlantas, the Philadelphias, you know, all of these teams go up and down. But Tom Brady and the Patriots every year are consistently winning 12, 13 games and going to at least the AFC championship. And uh, I, I just don't think we'll ever see anything like it. And I don't know how anybody at this point with all, all due respect to Joe Montana, could argue that there's anybody ever been better. And and he did it without Gronk in the second half, and now they'll get Gronk back for Sunday, uh, for, for the Super Bowl. So, yeah. uh, look, I, I still think he's going to be a big factor in the game. No no question, and a lot of what they want to do is with him, and it's not just the passing, it's two tight end sets. He's also you know an excellent blocker, and, and he's, he's just so versatile, and you really – not only can you not cover him, but you have to invest so many resources to try and uh, defend him and try and limit him. And so just having him on the field is an issue for Philadelphia. Jordan Schultz, NFL Insider Analyst for Shutdown Corner at Yahoo Sports. All right, I'm not going to get a prediction from you just uh, first because I know you were down at the Senior Bowl. First of all, give me, give me your thoughts on how the quarterbacks look. Give me that. Was that what everybody's talking about? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, you had your big names. You had Josh Allen. You had Baker Mayfield. The guy that I kept hearing stuff about and, and good things about was Tanner Lee from Nebraska. You know, right, he was right, somebody right. that really stood out. Um, not to me, I, 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 and I don't really know how to evaluate quarterbacks at that level, but, you know, talking to people around the league, he was a name that came up. Josh Allen um, from Wyoming, I asked an executive about him in the sense of, 
how hard is it to evaluate somebody like that who, who's going to measure really well, 6'6", big arm, you know, pretty good athlete, but didn't have great numbers, under 57% completion percentage, which was, um, you know, which is hard to believe. You know, that, that's like what Joey Harrington had in college or Andrew Walter, guys that did not succeed, Kyle Bowler. Right. So I, I look at him and, and I and I asked that question and, um, you know, he said, listen, it's, it's absolutely a factor. Um, and I think that's a big thing for guys to consider because he did not put up great numbers and he struggled against the big schools. You know, he struggled against Oregon. Um, so I look at that and then I think Baker Mayfield obviously is the biggest name. And personally, I think he's a superstar. But um, again, I, I'm not really a quarterback evaluator. I think um, what you'll hear more and more, and what I was told, is that this guy can make all the throws. Uh, is he six feet? Sure. But he's a really good athlete. He's strong. Um, and, you know, there's a reason why this guy never lost a home game his entire career at Oklahoma, three years. You know, he's, he's a winner, and, and he's going to find a way to, to win and make all the throws. So I, I, I took away that Mayfield and Lee um, and then Josh Allen, I think all those guys were impressive. Oh, overall, anybody else catch your eye while you were down there? Uh I was mostly on the quarterback. I think, you know, one of the one of the biggest things for me was, like, the fact that this was not a great receiver uh, right. class. Um, you know, if you go back and look at some of the last few, three, four years, you've had excellent receiving classes, um, and this year is just not one of them. Uh, you know, the other kid, James Washington from Oklahoma State, he was not there. Um, he's probably a top 15, top 20 guy, but th- this is not a great receiving class. What it is and what that you constantly heard and really no surprise uh, is that this is maybe the best running back class in, in 20 years. I mean, it's just that deep. And it starts with Saquon Barkley and it goes all the way down to the fourth or fifth round. All right. Are you one of those guys that, that wants to give a prediction or do you back away from something no, like that? No, I don't that? mind. I, yeah. I'm with you. I actually like Philadelphia. Um, I, think, I think somewhere in that score range, score range you know, 27, 24, 28, 21, I mean, I have a hard time believing – that Philadelphia is going to be able to, you know, go ahead and like outscore Tom Brady for 60 minutes in the sense of like it's going to be a, you know, a back and forth. I think Philadelphia's defense is going to be completely prepared. And I think as good as New England is offensively, this is their least athletic defense. And specifically, it's their slowest linebackers group. And I think that's going to be an issue. And, and you know, Gilmore and Butler have played well in the back end. But um, I think Doug Peterson will have enough deception that they'll be able to win this game. But I think it's going to be a really good game, and, and, I, and I think that's all we want. We, you know, we, we don't want to see a blowout of the Super Bowl. Oh, if it's the Eagles, I wouldn't mind. Jordan, good job, my friend. We'll see how it plays out. I'm glad I had John. We'll do it again. I appreciate you stopping by. Anytime. Enjoy it. Thanks, Arnie. Take care. Jordan Schultz, everybody, NFL Insider, analyst for Shutdown Corner at Yahoo Sports. You can actually tweet uh, tweet him at Schultz underscore report. I want to get to some tweets. If you want to tweet me, it's Genius one S-T-I-N-K-I-N, genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one like this one from Matt. Seriously, why can't you just pick the Patriots for once? I'm a lifelong Philly fan, and I've been gaining confidence as we get closer to the Super Bowl. Now I'm done. Kiss of death. Just confirmed the Patriots will win. Hashtag kiss of death. Hashtag, what does that say? Close closet Patriot fan. There you go. So I I, I don't know he's why right. everybody he's thinks right. I'm like the worst picker in the world. You I don't, don't know why? You, don't, you, you seriously don't know why? No, no I, I really don't. No, I, I really, there's a reason why I'm called the stinking genius. I, I've been doing this for 50 million years, no, and no, I have no, one no, tough no, no, month. No, 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 no. You're the evil genius, Arnie. That's what you are. 
Uh, John Parsons. Wait, I want to read this one. Thanks for the kiss of death. Patriots 34-14. New England's sixth Super Bowl championship, and Brady gets MVP. I really went out on a limb, didn't I? You're just going opposite of, of, of what I'm doing there. That, <laughs> yeah, that's not smart. the actor, yeah, is he's, it? That's, he's smart. He's smart. That's not the actor, is it? That's Jim Parsons, I think, the actor. I don't know. Yeah, this is why nobody likes me. I don't know. By the way, if you don't have a, a, a team in the fight here, I, I'm assuming everybody's pulling for the Eagles. Is that what's going on? Nobody. Yeah. If you're, yeah. I'm, yeah. Uh, for the most part. No, I can't imagine if you're a neutral fan that you want the Patriots to win. I can't imagine if you're like, oh, I'm a Cowboy fan. Well, Cowboy fan, it may be tough. If you're a Cowboy fan, can you really pull for the Philadelphia Eagles? If you're a Redskins fan, can you pull for the Philadelphia Eagles? Is, it, is, that, is that possible? Uh, Giants? Can you say go Eagles? But who really wants the Patriots to win again? Who really wants to see Tom Brady win again? You know, it's, it's amazing because we don't want to see Tom Brady win. But we had no problem rooting for Michael Jordan as Michael Jordan was going for his sixth Super Bowl out there. Because Jordan or, or, uh, championship. Yeah, yeah, first of all, you want the Patriots to win because you just jinxed the Eagles. No. And two, we didn't care because Michael Jordan never cheated. Wow. You're, you're, you're just so so bitter on him. Uh, Arnie, I think it's time for an intervention with the stinking genius. I, I don't know if that's for my picks or because I keep calling you Raider Ryan. Uh, another both, one says, hey, live, I live here in Pennsylvania, hate Philadelphia, but I can't root for the Pats as a Raider fan. Well, uh, yeah, yeah I, you know, Raiders, yeah, if you're a Raider fan like you are Raider Ryan, I, I could imagine, but you'd never root, uh, root for the uh, for the Patriots no matter what. No, um, you're right. right I'll, tell you, you're right. I'll tell you what I want to do. I want to, uh, because I know DeSager's waiting. I want to come back. I want to talk a little bit about time versus Tom. If you didn't see that on Facebook, I want to I want to comment on that. Also, is the Super Bowl still on your bucket list? And I'm going to get to some of the propositions uh, in the Super Bowl. So we have a lot to get to. But the Sager UCLA is crushing it at halftime, my friend. UCLA Stanford tonight. That's about all that's left in college hoops. Yeah, St. Mary's yeah. is ripping Portland early. To answer your question, by the way, is which states are rooting for which teams in a yeah. week? That came out this week with Twitter data. And uh, based on hashtags and fan phrases, that 90% of the states in the country are going for the Eagles. Oh, yeah. All of New England except for Vermont. Yes, I saw that where I live in Vermont. (laughs) I'm leading the way. It was me, Ben, and Jerry. Pretty much every other state is majority, at least, majority Eagles. Is that too funny? Every, every Every New England state but Vermont. Unbelievable. As far as NBA news, we had quite a game in the Bay Area tonight. Golden State is now 40-10 and 10 after beating Boston. Curry up the floor with a minute 45 to go. Deep three off the dribble. Got it! Curry! Warriors Radio Network 95.7, the game. You're I just no- want to knock that mouthpiece out of his mouth. When he shoots <laughs> a- Why can he shoot uh, a two-pointer and a three-pointer, but he can't shoot a foul shot with it in his mouth? Is just taking a break? I think yeah, you've stumped yeah. the three of us. Yeah, that's what I thought. You see that? That's what I'm saying. Well, I don't know why he can't keep it in his mouth. It's ridiculous. <laughs> although, although you stumped us worse by actually 
picking the Eagles tonight. Yes, again. thank you. Thank you. Steph Curry had 33 points in the second half tonight, 49 for the game. Golden Gosh, State beat Boston. Play defense against him. 109-105. Curry from three-point range was 8 for 13. Denver and Minnesota have each won at home, Miami and Indiana as well. Washington had John Wall out tonight with a sore knee. They still won big at Atlanta, the worst team in the league. It yeah, was one one twenty nine one oh four Wizards. You didn't pick Atlanta in that one, huh? <laughs> Oklahoma City has won seven straight, one twenty one one oh eight the final at Detroit. Pistons have lost seven in a row. Russell Westbrook had a triple double. Paul George of OKC will be in next month's All Star game, replacing the injured Demarcus Cousins. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. The feature matchup today in college basketball was Virginia at Duke, each ranked in the top five. Virginia got a couple of late free throws to win, 65-63. Kentucky came back to win at number seven, West Virginia, tonight, 83-76. And 10th-ranked North Carolina fell in overtime at home to NC State, 95-91. You mentioned UCLA. They have a wait a minute, wait a minute. Duke I know. and North Carolina lost at home for the first time on the same day since like 1973. Well, look at you. You didn't give it out. You didn't give that stat out earlier. <laughs> UCLA at home at the half is leading Stanford 49-36. to 11th-ranked Arizona nipped Utah today, 74-73. Number 21, Arizona State at home was trailing Colorado with about 10 minutes to go. ASU does win 80-66. to What a big win there. Uh, you want to give the Super Bowl score to Sager now, or you want no, to? No, we on actually that? deal in facts here. At oh, Thursdays. come on, come on! You can give it early if you want. <laughs> no, there, there is no. I hate to break it to you, there is no score yet of the upcoming Super Bowl. I'm going to. They have not check yet that. kicked off, Arnie. Steve DeSager, an honorable that. newsman over here. Uh, he is an like honorable, that. respectable yeah. newsman. So what am I doing on this show? I would, I would love it <laughs> to Sager said. Oh, and by the way, the Eagles. I just beat the Patriots. I'd love if you You're going to go nuts next Saturday night. In fact, they're switching me just for next Saturday to, to daytime. You really go nuts the night before the Super Bowl. You'll just keep announcing whatever supposed yes. final score <laughs> in advance next Saturday night show. All right. Thanks a lot. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to say 15% or more in car insurance with Geico. What do you got to do? Just go to geico.com or give them a call at 1-800-947-AUTO. And the only hard part, well, that's figuring out which way is easier. Arnie Spanier on a Saturday night. Uh, you know, getting lost is really how great this matchup is because all we talk about is how great Tom Brady is and, you know, did they have the easiest road to the Super Bowl and uh, is he the greatest of all time? And comparing him to Michael Jordan and Carson Wentz with the Eagles uh, not missing a beat with Nick Foles coming in. But we really miss out on, on this is a pretty good matchup. It's down, to, I believe, a four-point spread now. Opened up at, uh, I think it was six or five and a half. Went up to six, six and a half. Now down to four. So money is coming in on Philadelphia, no doubt about that. All right, I'm, I'm getting a lot of tweets. I see them. I'm going to get to them in a little bit. But first, I just want to talk a little bit about time versus Tom. I don't know if you guys saw that on Facebook. Uh, time versus uh, Tom Brady. First of all. Um, absolutely fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Here's an inside look at a guy where we never, ever uh, get an inside look. And, and not only an inside look at him, but his wife, his house, his kids. 
I mean, it was it was just one episode that was 15 minutes long, and I was absolutely fascinated, guys, uh, how open and honest he was uh, in, in just the first 15 minutes. And it started off where he was on the phone, and his kid was yelling, Dad, Dad, and finally gets off the phone. He goes, what? He, he's like us. He yells at his kids when his kids are talking, and he's on the phone. I, wow. I'm like, yes. Wow. So he finally found his cell phone. Good for him, Tom. That's oh, great. Wait, listen to me. He, it, you really need to see it, Ryan, because he goes, he, he takes his safe, he opens up his safe, and he has the letter from the suspension uh, from the commissioner. I mean, you want to talk about a guy that's motivated. And then he shows you some of the workouts he, he does, and he's throwing the football, and he's got the helmet on and the pads running stuff in, in his backyard. I got to tell you something. There's one thing I do give Tom Brady. Nobody does outwork him. I mean, we talk about the worth e- uh, work ethic of a Michael Jordan, uh, of a Kobe Bryant. This is on the same level. Uh, you put Tom Brady there. Nobody outworks those three guys. I don't know if I know more or another athlete that has outworked the Michael Jordan, a Kobe Bryant, or Tom Brady. But the only difference is that Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant had that God-given ability that even if they didn't you know, study tape or practiced every day, they would still be great. If Tom Brady didn't do the film and the tape and keep his body in shape and all that, uh, he wouldn't even be a quarter of the quarterback uh, that he is now. Remember, sixth-round pick. We've all seen the pictures of him uh, running the uh, 40 uh, in the uh, combine. I mean, it looked like I was faster than him, to be honest with you. It looked looked like I could beat him in in a race. You're such a a Brady homer. No, 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 no. And you know I'm not. You know, I I don't like that. But seeing the picture of him without his shirt, remember that? When he's no, got I the didn't. love handles, I'm like, "Hey, is that me?" Oh no, 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 wait, that's Tom Brady. I don't. So I don't enjoy looking at half naked men. Arnie. Well, I, 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 but you know which picture I'm talking about. No, I don't. And by the yes. way, I will never watch this Brady versus time. Whatever, like, whatever the heck it's called. Why? Wait, you really? It's because for an athlete that we never get to see the inside. Who cares? He's a cheater. And I'll what? tell you, I will tell you this: I would rather take a handful of Tide Pods and. And, oh, stop it with that. And, stop it with that. And Matter of fact, you know, with some bleach I would, before I, I watch this nonsense. It's a I, fluff piece. I want, you know, somebody just uh, t- texted on him or tweeted on him. Everybody wants to cry Patriots cheat, but nobody cares when the Chargers hit towels with suspicious substances. With uh, MJ and David Stern agreed to hit a gambling probe if Michael retired. He left to play baseball. He could have had MJ and Pete Rose in the same breath. You know, I understand that people skirt the rules and some people do stuff and uh, you know at this point Tom Brady served his suspension and that and I'm not even going to get into what he did or what he didn't do but let's be honest I mean this guy has worked his backside off to be in this position and that is completely admirable I mean to to go ahead at 40 years old now I could sit here all I want and say Playing in the AFC certainly makes it easier over the last 15 years or how many years it's been. Was it 17 years or whatever? Or, you know, having the easiest road to the Super Bowl this year in the history of of Super Bowls uh, certainly helps him. But, you know, he can't do anything about that. He's not worried about that. He, you know, he's not concerned about that. All he wanted to do was get back to the Super Bowl, and that's what he did. And let's face it, they were down by 10. They didn't have Rob Gronkowski, but they came back and they won that. But I think it's going to finally end. 
I think it's time to finally say enough is enough. They got a good, not a good, they got a great defensive team they're going up against. And that's going to be the difference. The Eagles need not one, but two big turnovers. One that stops a Patriot drive and one that sets them up for seven points themselves. And that's going to be the difference in the game. When we get back, we'll talk to DeSager. We'll get caught up in all the late scores. What's going on in the second half of the UCLA game and all the late stories. That's coming up as we finish off hour number one. We're off and running here. I'm Oni Spanier. This is Fox Sports Radio. All right, great news, everybody. There's a quick way you can save money. Just switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes you can save 15% 15% or more on car insurance. Real quick, I just want to read this one tweet that came in from Michael. Yeah, right. Nick Foles is going to dethrone the Belichick-Brady dynasty. Okay. The Sager, they're, they're making me question my pick. I, is it, is it, I could change my pick, right? I, I don't know. I, I could yes, still change yes, it. Yes, change it yes, right now. Do it now. Course, do it. Yes. Do it. Do it. You would have the support of, uh, what, 90% of the states in the union. I, if I should change my pick, get on Twitter right now. It's Stinkin' Genius 1, what I should change it to and what the score should be. S-T-I-N-K-I-N. I feel like I'm selling like my Hall of Fame pick or something like that. Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one. I don't know. They're making me doubt my pick, the Sager. Pick the Pats and stick to it. That's all we want. Yeah, I don't care what the score is. That's right. I don't care what the score is. Just pick Patriots. I, I'm, I'm starting to doubt myself. I'm like, can Nick Foles really... Really beat Brady? I'm well, like, it's I like moron? the AFC title game. I mean, Jacksonville had a great defense, but when you phrase it this way, okay, close game, fourth quarter, Brady or Bortles? Well, Anyone? I didn't. Anyone? See, it, well, it was my fault. I didn't. I didn't know who the referees were. I didn't know they were friends oh, of Brady. Yes, that was the only deciding factor well, in the I, entire game. Well, which is the game. one that said, great game, Tom, I love you, uh, or something like that. You're the best of all time. I'm glad that you won. The fact is Jacksonville could not have played much better and still lost. You know, I used to play on a flag football team where the referee came up to us and said, look, I want to see you guys win, but you got to play better. <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's what he said to us. Not sure that relates, but Patriots yeah. tight end Rob Gronkowski. Oh, I'm sure it does relate. I'm sure, I'm sure that the referee could say, I want you guys to no, win, Tom. No. Come on. Gronkowski did return to practice today. For the moment, he's still in concussion protocol. It'll be soon where the teams are arriving in Minneapolis for the big game, which is not until a week from Sunday. Tomorrow's the Pro Bowl in Orlando. For the Patriots, since 2001, this will be their eighth trip to the Super Bowl. Eight. Oh. So for Tom Brady, that's eight out of 16 full seasons. That's disgusting. It is. No other really franchise is. has more yeah. than eight appearances all time in yeah. Super Bowls. Embarrassing. 13 years ago in the Super Bowl, it was Patriots versus Eagles. New England won that one. Donovan McNabb, I looked it up, had three touchdowns, three interceptions. Is in that, that the loss. one where he barfed? Uh, there were stories after the game, yes. Not stories. That, that's, a, that's a fact. <laughs> From teammates selling him out. Yeah. New England's favorite in this one as well. In Super Bowl rematches, the franchise that won the first meeting usually wins the second one as well. Four out of five times. Minnesota is Super Bowl host city this year. Still, no team has played in a Super Bowl in its home stadium. The Vikings' new stadium is indoors, which is good because I just looked up the forecast for Super Bowl Day. Ten degrees. No snow and, outside, but right. ten. And, every, and everybody from Fox Sports is going but me, right? Uh, not quite. Of course, Dan Patrick and Rich Eisen shows, which we support, are going. But also uh, Doug Gottlieb and Dan Beyer on our afternoon show are going. 
JT the Brick is going as well. But Tom okay. Looney is staying here and Good. co-hosting from Good. L.A. Is that making you feel better? Yeah, that does make me feel better. Okay. I, I was going to go ahead and, and, Anything and we can do. Looney yeah. and, and go, hey, I'll meet you in Minneapolis. And when he goes, oh, I'm not going, I go, well, then I'm not going to go either. Well, if you say, <laughs> I'll meet you in the Mall of America, yes. you may never find each other. It's not a small place. That is where Radio Row is yeah, going to be. That's where all these shows are going to be. I like to go because I'm a big deal on Radio Row. That's why I like to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be uh, Wednesday, the forecast in Minneapolis. Minneapolis is 35 degrees, and that'll be the warmest of the week. It's 35. The next day, it's a high of 9. So get ready. After Wednesday, it's going to be quite cold for those spending the entire week and through the weekend in Minneapolis. Tonight was the NHL skills competition at their All-Star Weekend in Tampa. The exhibition is Sunday, and then the regular season resumes Tuesday with 12 games. Fastest skater tonight, Edmonton's Connor McDavid. Best save streak goalie, Mark andre Fleury, 14 straight saves. And hardest shot, 101.3 miles an hour. Alex Ovechkin. I think when you when you said skills competition, I thought you were going to say, and they played three-on-three hoops and, and stuff like that. That's what I really want to see. <laughs> it's huh? going to be close to three-on-three hockey yeah. tomorrow when we have the divisions that's facing true. each other. Yeah, that's true. The commissioner did announce tonight that uh, if they, uh, if and when, they admit another expansion franchise, that would get you to 32 hockey teams in the league, but yeah. it would stay at 16 going to the playoffs. They're expecting a formal application soon from a Seattle group for an NHL team team of course vegas just started this year and they're leading the western conference what about with an expansion roster yeah go for it see if you can fill out the (laughs) what's the what's the largest uh, arena in burlington vermont not very let me tell you something nhl size we're an hour south of montreal and three hours south of boston we got new hampshire we got a lot of people that love hockey up here uh, okay, but you got to love the home team to make it work. Yeah, that's true. Too. Yeah, and, and they did announce NHL that you know they had exhibitions in China last September. They're going to return for more exhibitions in preseason for next year as well. They're going to have regular season two games in Finland in November. Ooh. They're going to have an opener in Stockholm with NHL teams going overseas. I mentioned Tampa is hosting All Star Weekend right now. San Jose gets All Star Weekend. In a year, Roger Federer is in the Australian Open final late tonight, our time. And this will be his 30th Grand Slam final. He's going up against Marin Cilic. And Caroline. How are we going to keep this to sports? Caroline Wozniacki won the women's final overnight, our time, her first major finally. And Tiger Woods is golfing in San Diego. He made the cut yesterday, thanks to a birdie on the final hole. And then. A 70 today at Torrey Pines. He moves up to a tie for 39th place. He's three under par. All right. Thanks a lot to Sager. Hour one in the books. We'll come back now for the power hour of the show. I may have to change my pick, though. Didn't the guy that bet like eight figures, like $10 million, bet the Philadelphia Eagles? There's no way a guy could bet $10 million and be wrong, can he? I don't know. We'll think about that when I get back. I'm already Spaniard. This is Fox Sports Radio. All right, everybody. Good evening. Good evening as we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you guys know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you got to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Coming up at about 20 past the hour. Vegas runner live from where else? Las Vegas. He'll give you the insights which way the lines are moving, which way the pros are going to go, which way the Joes are going to go, uh, which way that line's going to go and move. And plus, more important, take a look at some of the props out there. I love the props. I'd rather take $5,000 instead of betting the game 
I would love, I love to bet the props every different way, this way, and flags, and tie it into the NBA, into the NHL, and that I that's that's what I live for. I think betting the props for the Super Bowl uh, more fun than than just about anything else out there, right up there uh, with the uh, NCAA tournament. Now, I start off the show by kind of giving you the play by play and how I think the game's going to go. You guys made me start questioning myself. This is the first time I've ever done that. You guys make me start questioning myself like I'm the kiss of death. And that if I take the Philadelphia Eagles to win, that that's like a guaranteed lock for the Patriots. It's that, true. That's how you make you me feel. You are the kiss of death, so I don't know why you're just realizing this now. Do you think the guy that bet $10 million thinks I'm the kiss of death? Well, he should. He, do you, do you think that if he found out that I was picking— He probably hasn't listened to your show ever. If he did, he would change his mind. I was going to say, do you think if he knew I, I was picking the that, Eagles, actually. he would have changed his mind on picking and betting $10 million on right, that or what? Right, yeah. I mean, well, you know, I was, I'm was i thinking about the game. I'm saying to myself, well, maybe that that uh, uh, texter had it right the, uh, who tweeted in about, is Nick Foles really going to go and break the Brady-Belichick curse? And then I'm thinking— you know, it's not like Brady's been tearing it up in the playoffs. You know, yeah, he had a good game and led him to a fourth-quarter comeback. But Jacksonville, I thought, did a pretty good job. And this isn't Jacksonville here. This is Philadelphia. They've got a not only a better defense, a much better defense. As for Nick Foles, he's not the quarterback Tom Brady is. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure that out. I'm not telling you anything you don't know, uh, Captain Obvious. But that doesn't mean his statistics for one game can't be right up there with Tom Brady. The big statistic for Nick Foles is not his completions or attempts, not so much his yardage, not even so much his touchdowns. It's that number that comes after the touchdowns called the INT. And if the number is zero for the INT, Philadelphia is going to win this game. Now, I expect Gronkowski to still be a big part of the offense, even though he was in the concussion protocol. But he could be slowed down. I'm not going to say he could be stopped, but he could be slowed down. I think he's going to be close to 100%, so he's still a big factor out there. But the thing about the Patriots, their running game doesn't scare me whatsoever. None whatsoever. And if I'm the Eagles, I'm playing man-to-man. I'm rushing four players to get pressure on Tom Brady. And I dare you to think if you're going to run the ball, then run it down my throat and try to beat me. I don't think you can do it. And that takes the ball out of Tom Brady's hands. It plays right into the Philadelphia Eagles' hands if you're going to try to beat them running the ball. That's not going to happen. Matter of fact, I thought that Tom Brady was going to pass the ball against Jacksonville. I didn't know it was going to be 50-plus times or whatever it was. And I was shocked about that, especially with that messed-up thumb. But I knew they were going to go ahead and try to pass it. Against the Eagles, I think they've got to do the same thing. That's why I say the Eagles are going to put pressure with four people up front, uh, play man-to-man. That's, see, that's, that's the game plan that the Dolphins came up with to beat the Patriots. That's how the Miami Dolphins did it. Man-to-man on the receivers. Pressure up front without blitzing. Don't let Tom Brady pick you apart by going underneath. Or if you do, just make sure you get that first tackle. So it's not a big a big gainer out there? Yeah, I'm sticking with Philadelphia. Final score, 26-23. Eagles win. Now, I'm not happy about it. 
You know, I, I like Anthony Gargano, but the last thing I want is for him and all the other Eagle fans to be happy. I, I don't like Eagle fans. I, I, I'll be honest with you. The two most, uh, two most obnoxious fan bases. Oh, stop it. Patriots what? fans are far worse. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, get the clam chowder. No, no, no. The two most obnoxious fan bases. Let's, let's be honest. The Cowboy fans, right? Right, right up there. No, no. They're number one. The Cowboy fans are number one. Oh, they're top five, but they're not number one. And Eagles are number two. No, they're no. Yes. No. Yeah, we don't five. like Eagle fans. No, no, you don't like Eagle fans. We America hates Patriot fans. Let me tell you something. I, I I used to live in New York. When I used to have to even drive through Philadelphia, I would cry and lock my windows. Okay, I, I want you to know that it. It's it, if you're a New Yorker, it's a horrible place to go live, and if you're from Pennsylvania, it's still a horrible place to go live. Look, they're diehard fans there, and I'm telling you, they scare the hell out of me. They their fan base, you know what? They might be worse than the Cowboy fans. I think it goes. I, I take that back. It goes. Eagle fans are number one worst. No, Cowboy fans number two. Then I'll put the Patriot fans there, followed by the Raider fans. That should okay, be the top okay. four, right? I'm telling you this right now. If you were going to get Planet Earth and Enema, you'd stick the hose right in Massachusetts. <laughs> Stinking genius one. If you want to go ahead and uh, send me a tweet on that one. S T I N K I N genius G E N I U S and the number one. You see. That's the dilemma I have. I hate the Patriots. Not I don't like their fans. I don't like the Eagles. And I don't like their fans. And what makes it worse is, and you guys know I'm like this, I root against people's teams. And I know a lot of people that are fans of the Philadelphia Eagles. So it, it, it's like, damn if you do, damn if you don't. I, I don't know what to do anymore. I, 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 it's like my biggest nightmare, like, like JT the Brick says. It's, it's, it's a nightmare scenario. But overall, I, I'm going with defense, and I think the Eagles have a better defense. You know, I have it a close game. Who knows? Maybe it is going to be a blowout. Maybe it's going to be a, a two-touchdown game or something like that where defense makes a difference. But in the Patriots Super Bowl, what, in the, in the five previous, they've all been one score or, or like six, six, three, three, it's, it's been one score or less. So I, I, I have to figure that this is going to be the same way, and it's going to be a close game. That's why I came up with 26-23. And I might have too many points on that. It, it may be like a 23-20 game. Um, you know, for some reason, though, I, I jacked it up a little bit. Because when you get to the Super Bowl, you always get one thing or two things that are crazy. And by the way, you know that Brady's going to go ahead and get at least one or two pass interference calls on his behalf. You know that's going to happen. That's a give me. The only question is, I think this is a prop bet. Will one or more of the referees give Brady a hug after the game? Over under a one and a half. I'm not, I'm not sure which way to go on that one, guys. So, <laughs> actually, that's pretty funny, huh? Could you, could you imagine if there was a prop bet? Over under one and a half referees giving Tom Brady a hug after the game. How, how awesome would that be if there was such a bet? I mean, you could bet on the color of the Gatorade that gets dumped on the winning coach. So speak up now or forever hold your peace. Remember now, Plank and I are going to be manning the uh, coverage uh, a week from Sunday uh, for Fox Sports, 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. 
Uh, we'll be on the air. So if you want to get instant reaction on something that happens, on the Patriots getting a cheap call, on the referees uh, blowing a call, giving it the Patriots, uh, you know, giving them a good setup, uh, you know where to find us. We'll be on the air uh, screaming bloody murder. Artie, did you factor this in from the master? Belichick has two weeks to prepare. Yeah, that does bother me also. I, I, I'm scared the hell of Belichick, and I don't like him either. See, that's another reason why. I don't, I don't, like, the, I don't like the Patriots. I, I don't like Brady. I don't like their fans, and I don't like Belichick. It's, it's like uh, the quad factor there. You know what I mean? I just can't stand them all. At least with the Eagles, I like Nick Foles. I just can't stand the fans. And I, and I, and I don't even have nothing against Peterson. I just can't stand the fans, and I can't stand the city. So, uh, you know, good luck to the Eagles. 26-23. Like I said, speak up now or forever hold your peace. Stinkin' Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N, Genius, uh, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one. And like I said, if you don't have a team in the fight, who are you rooting for? Uh, as you heard the Sager say, it looks like 90% of the United States uh, pulling for the Philadelphia Eagles. I, you know, I don't know if I buy that. The Eagles are hated. I don't know. Uh, look, I hate them as much as the Patriots, but I don't know overall if people hate them as much as the Patriots, but I'm not going to say it's 90-10 that the Patriots are hated much more than the Eagles. I, I don't believe that 90 or 95% of the United States uh, pulling uh, for the Patriots over the Eagles because they hate them so much. I don't, I'm not, not buying that at all for crying out loud. I, I, think, I think there's a lot of people that, you know, that, that obviously don't have a team in the fight that want to see Brady win, that want to see Brady get that Super Bowl and be the greatest of all time and enjoy watching greatness and enjoy watching him and Belichick and, and this Patriot team. And like I said, if we didn't have a team in the fight, we were pulling for Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. And, and Brady's doing it without any real Hall of Famers. I mean, yeah, Gronk's a Hall of Famer. We know that Belichick's a Hall of Famer as a coach. But other than that, you know, they've got good, good players. But nobody that's like, wow, they can't win without him. Nobody like that. So that's why i got to give Brady a little bit extra credit than I usually do. It's unbelievable. But like I said, final score, I got it 26-23. I'm going with the Eagles. I got the Eagles kicking a last-second field goal. What did I say it was going to be, guys? A 52, 53, 54-yarder, something like that? Who cares? Wow. Who cares? Yeah, because you just you, you, you damned us who, all. Who, who cares, man? What, I want to know something. If, I, if the Eagles win, then what are you going to say uh, the following week? Then your percentage went up just a little bit because so far in the playoffs, you have not been doing very well. Have Artie. I gotten one pick right? I think I think you got one, and you were very and it, it was very lucky because I think oh, you yeah, picked, Minnesota. You got Minnesota because that was the yes. luckiest play in the history of the world. Yes, but at least I got that. At yeah, least I but got yeah, that. but if Marcus Williams plays the the ball correctly and actually tackles Stephon Diggs, we're not having this conversation. Yeah. You're an offer. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, thank goodness I'm not. I, look, even a blind squirrel <laughs> you got finds an acorn. Once, Ronnie. Yes, exactly, exactly. All right, I'll tell you what. When we come back, let's talk to Vegas Runner. Which way is the line moving? Which way do you expect it to move? When is the big money coming down? What about the over-under? And what about some of these juicy propositions? We're going to get into all that coming up next. I'm Arnie Spanier. This is Fox Sports Radio. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you? 15% or more in car insurance? 
It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Good evening, everyone. Arnie Spanier right here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, let's go right out to the Geico Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline. Joining us now, you can check him out at TheBigMoves.com. That's TheBigMoves.com. You can tweet him at Greek underscore Gambler. That's Greek underscore Gambler. It's Vegas Runner. How you doing, Vegas Runner? Never better, Arnie. It's the calm before the storm out here in Vegas, that's for sure. As we gear up for next week, I mean, with the Super Bowl coming up and all the prop bets already out, uh, next week's going to be very entertaining here, and that's when you're going to really start to see the money hit the betting window because so far all we've heard about is all this Eagles money and all this Philadelphia Eagles money coming in, and that's not surprising. We see that every single year. As soon as the betting line goes up, more times than not, that's the first reaction. It's going to be the team that looked more impressive in the championship game, kind of like we see every every big event, Arnie, because especially Especially with the Super Bowl, you got to remember, it's that, that event where a lot of the money that's going to be bet are coming from not just casual bettors, but some bettors that may not have even watched football all year, kind of like <laughs> a la Mayweather McGregor, where right. people may not be MMA or even boxing fans, but they wanted to bet that. And what did we see right away when the odds went up? Money came in on the dog, but rest assured... As Vegas knew, Mayweather had fought 50, 49, 50 times. They knew that the Mayweather money would come eventually. And just like now, they know. The Patriots have been in the Super Bowl more than enough times over the last 10 years that Vegas casinos are, are well aware that next week the Patriot money will reach the window. The, the only question is, will it be enough to offset all the Eagle money that's still going to come to the window the early has been just the eagles and more is going to follow but uh, the patriot money will come it's just a matter of time and how much of it's going to reach the window that's what they're bracing for now the pros don't mind laying the points because i think only in nine super bowls where the line has come into a factor right yeah i mean it, listen it's like that in the playoffs you know it, we yeah. talk about that from the wild card round all the way to the championship game in fact the wild card round followed by the championship round are, are the two highest where it's simply pick the winner, you're going to cover the spread pretty much seven to eight out of ten times. And it's like that with the Super Bowl, and it should be like that with the Super Bowl. You arguably have the, the number one and uh, A and B teams um, of the AFC and NFC there. So it should be picked the winner, should cover the spread. Uh, that's not a rarity, but we're seeing the line move a little bit. And, and what's nice is the books are kind of happy, believe it or not. So don't, don't fall for all that panic about early Eagle money because it's resting around that dead number. They could sit around five all week long. They're happy with that. The, their nervousness comes if it drops to four or through that four because that's where the risk comes in because you got to remember it opened seven but it was seven right. for maybe three minutes right so uh, the real number was six six and a half people got you know what's and it right now want to get the four What's the what is it right now? Four and a half. Yeah, it's four and a half. It, it dropped to four here in Vegas. A couple shops, Boyd Game, and went to four. Um, what's more notable is the money line, and we see this every single Super Bowl, and this is going to happen. So most even sharp betters, not just betting syndicates and wise guys alike, but just sharp betters know that that the 
a money line is never an actual reflection of the point spread. And what I mean by that is simple. If you look at the point spread right now, it's New England minus four and a half or minus five. If right. you look on the board on a Sunday afternoon and you see a Dallas minus five, the, the money line next to that's going to be around minus 240, minus 250. Right. Right now you're looking at uh, that, that same lumber and the line's as low as minus 175 you can wow. get right now. Here in Vegas, you could lay 175 on the money line on New England because a lot of Philadelphia money from casual bettors, I always say, and it's not a knock on them, they want to put a little money to win a lot. So when they go up to the window and bet their $20, $50, and they find out they only get that much back minus the juice, Instead, they want to put the Eagles' money in and try to win double without the points, and that's what they're doing. So it becomes uh, so one-sided on the money line towards the dog, the books have no other move than to lower that money line, even if it's not a, a reflection of what the point spread is. So the, the sharp money, the betting syndicates, they're going to bet New England money line just out of force of habit, just because there's value there. To them, if they could get their money down while they're getting the best of it, even if their main bet, even if they love Philadelphia plus the four and a half, plus the five, or, or if they bet the six or six and a half even, um, they're still going to bet New England on the money line just because that's a value bet, and for them, that's their job, to get your money down when you're getting the best of it. Not about cashing that ticket. It's about that process. Repeat the process, and the profit's going to be there. All right. Uh, let's get to some of the props. By the way, do you like the props? Is there a certain area of props you look at? or do you I, I at live all? for Super Bowl props, Arnie, honestly. And, and, and the big, you got to remember, the Super Bowl props, came, the, the first one came at Caesars Palace, was about whether William Perry will score a touchdown back yes. in 1985. <laughs> but really, the props didn't start getting big out here till the 90s. And, and they started picking up steam. Because remember those Super Bowls in the 90s were all pretty much blowouts? Right. So People, if you had the, the favorite of dog the, over the under, by halftime, you were pretty much out of the game. You, you didn't have any reason to even watch it. But, so people had a prop action. At least that kept them in action throughout the game. And it just got more and more popular. And now, as books will tell you, it's half the handle. I mean, half the money is on size and totals. Half the money is on prop bets. And I can tell you this, and again, I do not knock casual bettors. God bless them. But it is <laughs> the most unsophisticated market you will ever see and that's why you you know you see the limits low because oh. if the limits were high these betting syndicates would absolutely eat the books a lot i love it now tell me why where's where have you find it's simple, you Arnie, found, it's simple. Yeah. i'm gonna give it to you simple yeah. you know like i said again i sound like a broken record but casual bettors want to put up a little to win a lot right here's, here's the, the, the the blind bets that every betting syndicates already every guy walking the strip that's a move already has a green light to bet no overtime they got a green light to bet no missed extra point um they got the green light well it's changed the last couple years it used to be you know no two-point conversion right right now that's changed that's not an automatic but uh you know a, a few things like i was saying are you know the no overtimes yeah last year they had one now wait a minute what what about who gets the ball first instead of who wins the coin flip? Who gets the ball first? Because some teams always the first, decide always they the want first, the ball the second. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But now you got to remember the odds makers are pretty good, are, are really good at what they do, and, <laughs> and and they do their homework about the coaches and their tendencies, you know. But again, you don't know who's going to win the coin toss, so there's a randomness to that. Who's going to get to choose? Uh, but they shade towards those biases, rest assured. But like I said, most of the props that 
are are the standards that the the betting syndicates get down on. They bet the big nose, but they don't, Arnie, until after they let all the casual bettors get in there and bet the yeses and, you know, take that three to one, four to one. And again, I always say value is when you're putting your money down, you're getting the best of it. If if you got to lay minus a thousand to win a hundred, but the true odds are minus fifteen hundred, then you're getting the best of it. And that's all these guys are looking to do. So they don't mind laying four hundred to win a hundred. They have unlimited bankroll. To them, it's about finding the bet that makes sense. Do you like to do the cross sports bets? You know, I, that's great. Like, who's going to have more points, Ohio State basketball or Rob Gronkowski receiving yards, stuff like that? Do you, do you look like love that stuff too, my friend? You know? I love looking at it, talking about it, but not really betting it unless yeah. someone I know sharp comes up with something good because yeah. it takes too much work, Arnie. And, and, <laughs> and not that I'm lazy, but you got to remember your edge is small and the limits are small that they take. So to put all that work in to get a three. $500 bet down when your edge is maybe, what, 5%, is it worth your $25 you know, uh, EV that you're getting to put in hours of work to try to figure that one out? So again, they're fun to talk, look at, um, but the, the, the make money ones, I think you got to stick to the bread and butter and the player props. Uh, like I said, especially with this Super Bowl, we're already seeing a ton of over money, and when you have these two teams, and especially with the Patriots and Tom Brady, the player props are going to be really shaded towards the over biases. So, I mean, the yardage for players, receptions, attempts, things like that, I think you got to look to go under before anything else. Not saying bet blind under every player prop, but I think you should start to look to the under and the over you got to really feel strongly about because you're going to pay a premium to bet over on player props. Last thing before I let you go, if you want to bet on who's going to be the MVP, if you don't want to bet Nick Foles or you don't want to bet Tom Brady, uh, you get double digits. I mean, the next after that is Jay Ajayi, 25 to 1, and Rob Gronkowski at, the, at Rob Gronkowski at 12 to 1. So there's some good value at something like that. There really is, and I'm glad you said it. See, a, a lot of the, well, you got to remember, a lot of the, the, the betting syndicates, what they do is they look for derivatives, different ways to get bets down. And, and a lot of times they'll use that MVP as a way to bet a side. Now, if they like the Patriots, obviously it correlates with Tom Brady winning the MVP. But right. it doesn't make sense to really bet Tom Brady to win right. the MVP when the money line's low on the Patriots like it is. If you like the Patriots, you might as well just bet the Patriots' money line than you know, Tom Brady to win the MVP. But elsewhere, you're absolutely right. Because you have such a top-heavy favorite, I think you've you got to go elsewhere. The only problem with that, Arnie, is when you try to make things harder than they need to be, a lot of times you end up with with a ticket that don't cash. And, you know, we know what positions tend to win MVPs. Yeah, exactly. And that's the quarterback. So looking forward to it. Look, I can't wait to get your official picks next week. You can check them out at TheBigMoves.com. That's TheBigMoves.com. You can tweet him at Greek underscore Gambler. That's Greek underscore Gambler. Enjoy the week, my friend, and we'll catch up with you next Saturday. Thanks for having me, Arnie. Enjoy the games. And uh, next week, can't wait. All right, take care. Vegas runner, everybody. Uh, check him out at TheBigMoves.com. Yeah, I I love the uh, propositions. I love that stuff. I may bet on the MVP because if you don't bet Brady or Foles, you're getting some real good value, no doubt about that. I think uh, UCLA's, I, I think, put an end to it. Did they not the Sager or what?
It is over at Pauley Pavilion. Bruins stomped Stanford, 89-73 the final. Ouch. And 16th-ranked St. Mary's is going to go to 10-0 in the West Coast Conference. They're up 64-43 over Portland with about five minutes left. And San Diego State, normally good in the Mountain West, is 4-5 and in conference play wow. now. Aztecs lost at UNLV, 88-78. Of course, the Pro Bowl in the NFL is Sunday in Orlando. NHL All-Star Game is tomorrow in Tampa. Tiger Woods will wrap up golf in San Diego tomorrow with his final round at Torrey Pines. Today, a third round 70 for Woods. He moved up to a tie for 39th place. The Orioles say Manny Machado will start at shortstop, not third base when the season begins. O's closer Zach Britton says he's ahead of schedule on Achilles rehab. The Phillies gave veteran reliever Francisco Rodriguez a minor league deal. Wow, we're doing baseball. We have actual baseball news. We're a month away from getting towards spring training games. Oh, pitch Pitchers and catchers. <laughs> Pitchers and catchers report that magical phrase coming up in wow. a few weeks. Seven NBA games. The feature matchup in the Bay Area tonight. Golden State, best in the West. Beat Boston, best in the East. 109-105. The Warriors record now 40-10 and 10 on the season. Woo. Steph Curry with 49 points from three-point range. He was 8 for 13. And in a close game, free-throwing obviously was a factor. Golden State was 23 out of 26 from the stripe. Boston missed seven free throws, 17 for 24. Miami in its home game, trailed by 15 in the third quarter, but still beat Charlotte 95-91, despite 30 points from Kemba Walker. Denver got a triple-double from Nikola Jokic, 91-89, winners against Dallas. The Mavs on free throws, 10 of 19. They lost by two. Minnesota is 32-20 this NBA season. T-Wolves beat Brooklyn 111-97. Jimmy Butler returned from his sore knee, had 21 points, 4 of 14 shooting. Washington and Indiana with wins, and Oklahoma City as well. That's seven straight for the Thunder. Number two ranked Virginia in college hoops, one at Duke. Kentucky came back to win at number seven, West Virginia. NC State won in overtime at number 10, North Carolina. And the Arizona Wildcats yeah. ranked, ranked 11th, Edge Utah, 74-73. You know, and you mentioned Golden State winning 109-105. Today would be a good day for Steve Kerr to call in after the last, what, five, six years I've been calling, asking him to call into the show. Would it not to say girl? Now, he's purposely not called all other weekends. Why right, would he call right. tonight? Well, because they won. And they don't play tomorrow. We're on in uh, that station in San Francisco. So I figure on his way home, he's he's probably listening to the show right now. <laughs> and, of course, he loves Arnie Spanier and remembers yes. him fondly. So why oh, wouldn't you call? Sure. We're, we're best friends, dude. Yeah. And Well, not best friends, but but uh, uh, good friends. Well, not good friends, but... <laughs> but uh, but he knows me. I mean, he kind of knows me. We lived in Los Angeles at the same time. No, we went to high school together. We went to college together. Okay. I beat him in a one-on-one. That I mean, what do I got to tell sure. you that? Sure. All right. I, look, I don't even really know if I beat him in a one-on-one anymore, if I've been making that up all the years, and I believe that now. <laughs> I don't even know. Wait, after but I know all I this beat, time, really? I know I could beat him now. I know I could beat him right now in a one-on-one. That I highly doubt. No, no. By the way, who looks better? We're right around the same age, me or Kerr. Be honest. Is you really want us to be honest? Yeah, I look. I have silky smooth skin, and he looks. He has those crow's feet right around his eyes. Kerr, that, Kerr has the TV looks, though. He does. He's got the TV. You, looks. you have the radio looks. I, but he, I think he uses makeup. I think I'm, I'm better looking, and I think <laughs> I look younger than Kerr. Like if you put no. a picture of Kerr and I no. by, uh, side by side, no. you would say I was like 38 and Kerr was like no, no. 54. No.
Arnie, you have a face for radio. Okay, okay. I have a face for radio, but I still look younger than Kerr. Not necessarily a voice for radio. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. Well, thank you, DeSager. See, if you, you just picked the uh, Patriots, yeah, we'd yeah. all be happy with we'd you. We'd all be happy. Thank you very much. As we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, easy to say, 15% or more in card shirts with Geico. Uh, just go to geico.com or give them a call, 1-800-947-AUTO. And the only hard part, figure out which way is easier. My producer, Mike Myers, um, do me one favor real quick, Mike. Um, if Kerr calls in, just yell in my ear, Steve Kerr's on the line. Steve Kerr's on the line. And... Um, and we'll go right to him, okay? Okay. Just, I, I'll, just, I'll be waiting for it. I've been waiting for it since I started here, so I don't expect wow. the call to come in. No, so. You know, one day he's going to call in. He's going to hear me go, is that my buddy Arnie talking <laughs> on the radio? You know, I, I don't know if you know this. This God's honest truth. When I was working at another network, and he made some shot to win the championship. Remember when Curry hit a shot from Michael Jordan? To right, beat yeah, that was the Jazz, I think. I think it was, right? yeah, Jazz. It's like ninety six, right? Yeah, he, like he's like he. We. I was working in Chicago, and my producer was there. And he goes, "Who's here with Arnie's show?" And and my uh, producer raised his hand, and you know he had a tape recorder with him or whatever at the time. We didn't have fancy equipment then. And he goes, "How are your Knicks looking now, big boy?" And we played that on the air. I thought that was kind of funny. I, no. A little bit something. No, nothing on that one. All right. Well, if he calls in, you're gonna let me know. Are you not? Yeah. Well. You know, but Steve-o. I'm not. I'm, I'm not anticipating anything. If I could, I could call him Steve-O, can I? Or do I have to call him Coach Kerr? <laughs> when was the last time you honestly talked to him, Arnie? I spoke to Steve-O. I think that was the last time. I, actually, it wasn't. The <laughs> I, I think the last time I talked to him is when he called into my show. Yes, I, many, many years ago. I think the last time you talked to him, he yelled at oh, you. Oh, you know what? I think he's mad at me. Call the police. Oh, stop it! No, no. I, I think he's mad at me because I had him on afterwards, and I go. Uh, joining us now, we went to high school and college, won like two championships. And he goes, how many championships did I win? I go, three, four. He goes, how many did I win? Okay, I don't know. Sorry, Steve-O. And I, th- I think he was upset about that. So um, Maybe that's why he hasn't he talked to you. Maybe that's why he hasn't talked to you in 20 years. It hadn't been 20 years. It hadn't been 20 years. Okay. I, th- I think if he heard me right now, he'd go, oh, give me the number. Let me, write, let me, let me say the number slow for Steve-O in case he's driving. Uh, and use the hands uh, off device. Uh, 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Steve Kerr hotline. So eventually he's got to call in. I'm on that station, uh, Myers. I'm on that station in San Francisco. Matter of fact, my old pro- my old producer runs that station. Kerr, my old high school buddy and college buddy, is the coach of the Warriors. I mean, somebody got to call in, do they not? Please? I mean, one time. I mean, he's got the call in. We're best friends. BFF. Is that what they say? All right. A few things I want to get to. I'm telling you now, I wish, I wish I could put $5,000 just the Eagles to win it. My, my wife would lose her mind if I went ahead and did something like that. I feel like that uh, big gambler that R.J. Bell was talking about that placed $3 million bet on Philadelphia to win, and I guess he's going to bet as much as $10 million. That's confidence. How do you have that much confidence in a team, though? Look, I'm picking Philadelphia 26-23, but it's easy for me to pick Philadelphia without putting any money down. Would I feel confident in betting $10 million on it? I don't think so. I don't think I could do that, that's for sure. Even if I had the money, I don't think I could do that. One story I wanted to get to, 
Um, did you guys see that bet between two mayors uh, in Philadelphia and in Boston? Brockton Mayor Bill Carpenter said Thursday that Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney had agreed to the Rocky versus Rocky bet. If Philadelphia wins the big game, Brockton's statue of the undefeated Marciano, which is a real boxer, of course, would be clad in Philadelphia Eagle gear. If New England wins, Philadelphia's Rocky will wear Patriot attire. I don't know. I don't know if I would like that bet. That that's kind of, you know, that's kind of desecrating the statues out that one. First of all, they're certainly not going to like that in Philadelphia, and I don't know if I'd like that in Boston. I'd say hey, we got a real boxer. You got a fake boxer out there. I'm not putting a a, a Patriot jersey on him. I don't know. That that's. That's kind of pushing it a little bit. I don't know if I want to make that bet, to be honest with you. I, I think I would back away from that. I would rather bet like clam chowder versus Philly cheesesteak or something before I dress up a statue and, and start doing that. You know people are going to lose their minds in those cities. Uh, you want to get in. You can send me a tweet. It's Thinking Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N, Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one. Uh, or we could also take calls. I haven't done that all show. Shame on me. I've been bad on that. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Uh, when I get back, my official pick, not only on the game, but I did circle about 10 to 15 proposition bets that I really, really like. Uh, I'll go through those also with you and let you know uh, how I like that. Plus, I want to get a little bit uh, into the mess in Cleveland. So we have a lot to get to before we get out of here. Remember, coming up at the top of the hour, straight out of Vegas. With R.J. Bell and Steve Colfield, if you want the Vegas perspective, and believe me, you need the Vegas perspective before the big game, that's coming up at the top of the hour. We'll have my picks and my prop bets uh, coming up next uh, right here on Fox Sports Radio. (laughs) Great news, everybody. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Oh, I love that one, man. I just love that. All right. Uh, uh, gosh, I did not keep up on the tweets at all today. Though the master said, Artie would have taken more calls, but he had to keep the lines clear for Steve Kerr. Someday, guys, Steve Kerr is going to call it, and you're not going to believe, and you're not gonna believe it's Kerr. Yeah. <laughs> you can laugh all you want. Someday, Kerr's going to call in, and you're going to say, no, this is not Steve Kerr. And, and then you go, to, did you guys really go to high school and college together? Say, someday it's going to happen. But it's obviously not going to be today. All right, give me a little music. Let me get to my official picks uh, for the big game a week from tomorrow. Remember now, Plank and I, a week from tomorrow, will be on the air. The uh, shifts have changed a little bit. We're doing a five-hour one, a five-hour bonanza, 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. for instant reaction as the game is going on. When the Patriots get that big pass interference call on uh, in their behalf, or when the officials all congratulate Tom Brady and give him a big hug, Plank and I will be on the air to talk about that big hug. All right, I got the Eagles winning 26-23. The over-under is 48, so I guess by giving you the score at 49, I say take the over, and I am taking the over. I don't want to squeeze it by the one point. I actually think it maybe be more points than that. I'm going to leave it 26-23, but I would bet the over 48 or 49. Some of the prop bets I really love, like the player to be named the most valuable player, uh, Jay Ajay, 25-1. Now, obviously, Nick Foles 
and Tom Brady are the favorites. Brady 4-5, to five, Nick Foles 3-1. to one. But if you want some value, Jay Ajayi 25-1, which I believe is the next favorite for Philadelphia. And I like Deion Lewis at 20-1. to one. So, you know, if, the, if somebody's going to win it other than Brady and Foles, I'll go with the running backs and get 20-1 to one and 25-1 to one with Jay Ajayi and Deion Lewis. Now, what I actually like better is who's going to be the first person to score a touchdown. The reason I say this is Tom Brady doesn't run into the end zone. Nick Foles isn't going to run into the end zone. So now you're looking at receivers and running backs. And if you don't think it's going to be passed in and the ball's at like the one-yard line, I love going with the running back. So once again, I'm going to take Jay Ajayi and Deion Lewis. Jay Ajayi 8-1 to one to be the first person to score a touchdown. Deion Lewis 12-1 to one to be the first person to score a touchdown. So you're getting a lot of value uh, with stuff like that. A couple other things I like. Will either team score in the first six and a half minutes of the game? The answer is no. And that's it's just about even money on that, at minus 125 on the no. It's, both teams are going to be very cautious to start the game off. Whoever gets the opening drive, let's say they take up three to three and a half minutes, that pretty much kills any chance for the other team to get the ball and come right down and score. So I'm going to say no. No team's going to score in the first six and a half minutes. Will either team score in the final two minutes of the first half? Yes. I'm going to say yes. But the odds are horrible. It's like three minus uh, 300. So you got to lay 100 to bet 300 on the yes. So they're telling you, yeah, it's probably going to happen. The first penalty, will it be on the Eagles or on the Patriots? Come on. Do I even have to tell you it's going to be on? Of course it's going to be on the Eagles. I would tell you which referee's going to throw it at, but I don't know the referees except for Gene Steratore. But it's probably going to be the one that hugs Tom Brady after the game. Which team will have more penalty yards? Eagles or the Patriots? I love the Eagles. You got to love that, right? Because you know they're going to have more penalty yards in this game. It always works out like that. Will there be a missed extra point? No. But to, but to put no, you got to put minus 330. So not good value there. Will both teams, not one, but will both teams make a 33-yard field goal or longer? Yes. There's going to be some field goals, and they're easily going to be over 33 yards. A 33-yard field goal means the ball is at the 16-yard line. So, yeah, there's there's definitely going to be a couple field goals way longer than that. The over-under on sacks, four and a half, I would probably take the under because Tom Brady doesn't get sacked very much at all. And I don't expect Nick Foles to get sacked that much, so I would probably take the under on that. Uh, The first coach to use their challenge, how the heck do you know something like that? What I like is, will the first pass by Nick Foles be complete or incomplete? Always love complete. They always try to get the quarterbacks off to a good start, so the first pass is usually like a short screen, a quick slant, Something to get the team off and running and to give the quarterback some confidence. So I always go, yes, with the completion. Uh, with Nick Foles' first throw will be a completion. Always love doing uh, something like that. Now, they have some other crazy props that I'm not going to be able to get to where they tie it to the NBA and stuff like that or the NHL or the soccer. But, uh, yeah, that's just some of the props I like. There you got my picks. Do with them as you please. But please, please, please remember now. 
Uh, it is strictly for entertainment purposes only. I'm getting so many tweets. What are they saying that I've got some like black magic voodoo power? We just stop with that. All right, I got to thank the guys. Thanks to Eminem for producing the show, Raider Ryan for my technical director, of course, the Sager. Oh, with the updates. Coming up next, straight out of Vegas with the guys. Yes, RJ Bell, Steve Cofield. Stick around for them. Remember, I'm back tomorrow, 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern with my partner, Plank. Stick around for straight out of Vegas. You'll love those guys and plenty to get to right here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.